feel like those are the kind of people if you're like, hey, I had a good time, but this isn't going to work. They're the ones to be like, wait, no, 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 no. It totally <laughs> needs to work. It has to work. I already decided it worked. Like, yep. No, because they've decided for you that yeah. this needs to go somewhere, but you're totally turned off. More. Wherever you're listening from, whether it's Google, Spotify, or Apple Podcast, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to Nice Guys Finish Last, where we openly share tips and stories about sex and dating so you could take your love life to the next level. Anywhere from threesomes to squirting to polygamy, anything is fair game on the show. Most of this will not be safe for work, so don't say I didn't warn you. I'm your host, Tony Palmer, sex philosopher and connoisseur of all things sexual. Our topic today is ghosting, and not surprisingly, it happens to all of us. Well, 92% of us have been ghosted, according to a st- survey ran by Smart Data Academy. They also said that 66% of people questioned have ghosted someone before, whether it was a family member, friend, or someone romantically. So today we're here to get to the bottom of it. I have Alyssa in the studio, and we're going to be talking about ghosting, why it happens, and how you could better understand what's going on. So Alyssa, I know we just met, uh, but could you introduce yourself one more time for the listeners? So, hi, my name is Alyssa, I'm 24 years old, and I just got a tattoo yesterday. Nice, and you said it was the men... I don't... A lotus mandala. Lotus mandala. Yes. Okay, can you tell us why you got it? Okay, so I actually put it on my sternum because it aligns with your heart chakra, okay. which is way beyond most people. You have to kind of do some research into it, but um, I did it because it's supposed to be signifying mind over matter. Ooh. Okay, I like that. Yeah, try and go outside the box a little bit. Interesting. (laughs) So that's very astrologer slash, like... Buddhist. Buddhist, but I also feel like it's kind of like military. Not like the actual, Mm. like, symbol, but like the mind over matter type thing. Yeah. Discipline, I guess? Yeah, something like that. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, all right, so we're here to talk about ghosting. So, Alyssa, what does... Uh, What is your definition of ghosting? Okay, so I've been thinking about it, and I feel like it's more of the verb to you're no longer interested. So it's like, this is what you do after when you're losing interest, you're not really about it anymore, so I'm just going to pretty much stop talking to this person. Okay. And now, why do you think that, like, most people ghost? You said it was because they lost interest? Like, is it... But is that always the case? Like, if you lose interest with anyone, is your, like, automatic thing to ghost? You know, I think it has to do with a little bit of boredom. Um, maybe you don't see the conversation going anywhere, or maybe you just don't want to be confrontational and saying, I don't see this going somewhere. Yeah. So you just stop it. <laughs> so is that something, like, you're worried about, like, ever? Like, trying to not ghost, but, like, kind of end it and, like, worrying about, like, what they're going to say afterwards or how they're going to react? You know, I think it's just about being authentic and being genuine with somebody. So if you are afraid that you're going to, for me, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt people's feelings because I don't want to be like, oh, hey, this is not going anywhere, but you're a great guy, by the way. But no, just this is done. Rather just not say anything and let them pick up the hint. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you have ghosted before. Yeah. Do you remember your first time? Yes. So it was probably three or four years ago. I was talking to this kid for a couple of months. It's not even like it was a short-term thing. And one day he just literally stopped answering my text messages. I'm like, oh, he must be busy. Not a big thing. He was going into the military. So I figured, oh, I'm going to give him this distance. And then a couple weeks later, still didn't hear anything. I'm like, oh, okay, guess that's it. So I kind of just 
got the hint. Okay. Not a pleasant experience because I was annoyed, but yeah. you know, you gotta pick up people's vibes too, I guess. Now, how how was that being ghosted? Like being on that side of it? Like were you confused at first? Like were you bothered, annoyed? Like what was what was going through your head? I think it was a mix of things. It was more of me getting into my head. So those moments where you're kind of a little shocked to the ego, oh, what did I do? Rather than maybe it being reflective of them and just not being interested, you start to think, what did I do? What set them off? Why are they no longer interested? Did something happen? And then it turned into annoyance, and it's like, oh, well, screw him. Like, he totally (laughs) sucks. And, you know, he moved past it. But it definitely still stings (laughs) yeah just thinking about it i'm like oh i'm a little annoyed about it now (laughs) well it's a form of like social rejection kind of so like that definitely like i'm pretty sure that that's correlated with like physical pain like it sends the same neuron signal or something like that i would believe it i mean just because it's not a physical pain doesn't mean it doesn't bruise yeah so i mean i picture it so that was the first time you were ghosted? Yes. Do you remember the first time you ghosted someone? No. No? <laughs> I can't it's say all I do. Blur, just a mental block, like, nah, I don't think about that no more. Uh, you know, I know I've had a couple of moments, um, but I can't, I try and not do it in general. You know, if, I, if I'm not interested, I'm just like, hey, you know, this isn't going anywhere. But yeah. that was when I was younger. Now I'm not that nice. Obviously, listen to this podcast, but you should also be taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and dare I say, emotionally. The gym is a great way to build up your summer body, but what about your summer state of mind? If you're stressed or depressed, then what's the point of that summer body? It's basically going to waste, and I don't want that for you. So, if you're serious about having a great time this summer, I want you to try something new. I want you to go check out James the Astrologer in Babylon. You can call him a psychic, but I like to think of him as a spiritual advisor. He's been guiding me through meditations, and I can't even begin to explain the differences I'm seeing in all aspects of my life. I'm talking about my health, my sex, my focus, my bank account, all falling into place because this man showed me how to meditate, and he could show you too. James is right in Babylon Village on Montauk Highway, and right now, he's taking new clients, both in person and over the phone. Give James a call at 631 278-8477 to book your appointment. That's 631-278-8477. Okay, back to the show. Okay, so now we talked about a little bit before. You said like one of the main reasons why you ghost is to avoid hurting feelings. Right. Are there other reasons why you would ghost? Like put us in like a few circumstances. So for... I've been in some really weird situations. Um, Not too long ago, I found out someone was married. Um, That one was pretty uncomfortable, I would say, because I found out he was still living with his ex-wife. I'm like, yeah, sure, I would love to believe that's your ex-wife, but I don't because you guys live together, and for some reason I can't come back to your house. So I'm like, right, okay. Mm. Um, Children, obviously, because we're getting to that age where people start having kids. Um, And I'm like, oh, well, if we're going to just start things, I don't want to complicate it with a parent who has children. You know, it's. I feel like it's easier, not that I wouldn't be accepting of it, but it's like, 
ooh, kind of make a right turn because you just don't know. You know, I'm not in that situation. I have a fur baby. Like, that's as close to parenting as I get. So um, to hear such serious commitments being made by people, I definitely kind of run the other way. So for that one, you were kind of like lightly involved with the guy and then like as it went deeper you started hearing like more and more things that like gave red flags almost oh definitely i once i picked up you know specifically referring to the first guy i was a little bit more involved with him um it was just the little things of oh well no you can't come to my house or oh no this is i'm sorry i'm not available at that time but he wasn't working either so i'm like this is a little bit sus, to be honest with you. And then after a while, I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to keep doing this with okay. your weird red flags. Yeah, so I it was just... like an accumulation of, like, the red flags, and after a while, you're like, no, this isn't worth pursuing. Right, yeah. Okay, well, I can kind of get that. Like, if a girl's giving me a lot of red flags, like, I feel like those are the kind of people, if you're like, hey, I had a good time, but this isn't going to work, they're the ones to be like, wait, no, 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 it totally <laughs> needs to work. It has to work. I already decided it worked. Like, yep. No, because they've decided for you that yeah. this needs to go somewhere, but you're totally turned off more because they're acting a little irrational. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way of saying it. Okay. So having a secret wife and family and kids is one reason that you would ghost. What is... What's another reason? Um, kind of a mean reason, but the unemployed. It's very stressful for me. Uh, I was dating somebody, very nice individual, um, but, you know, I felt weird when we would go out to dinner because I felt like I was using tax dollars to go to dinner. So I'm like, oh, should I offer to pay because he is unemployed and, you know, he's in this tight spot or... Do I just take the L and be like, oh, you know what? My government dollars are going to this anyways, so you know what? At least I get a nice meal out of it. You pay for it either way. Right, so I feel kind of weird, um, but, you know, it's it kind of, for me, is a red flag of does this individual have ambition? Are they able to support themselves, let alone me, if this goes somewhere? And, you know, it's kind of an awkward conversation for the first couple of days, and it's like, oh, by the way, I don't have a job. Yeah, Okay. So maybe that's a little bit harsh, but, you know, if you're compatible with somebody, you'll kind of find that yeah, out Yeah, well, you're looking on. for a certain person. You're looking for right. a certain type of individual to be with, not just a random guy. Yeah, no Joe Schmo from the end of the road, yeah. Yeah, okay. So secret wife and kids, <laughs> unemployed, give us a third reason. What's a third reason that you would go someone? Um, usually for me, it's the, the weird personalities so, for me, I don't like people who who are kind of backhanded compliments. Like, they get kind of nasty. Okay. So, they, they're throwing attitude because they don't like something that I'm saying. Or I throw my opinion. I actually had somebody who didn't like my opinion on something. I We were talking about Broadway musicals. It's a secret thing that I like. Um, and he was so mad that I said that a kind of out there musical was not my style. And he, he took it as, I'm a homophobe. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I just said I'd, I, I didn't yeah. say it was good. I just said that it's not my type of musical. And I was so turned off by him jumping to conclusions like that rather than just asking me straight up that I was like, I'm going to go. I'll see myself out. Thanks, That's though. Wild. So you're just like, I don't like this musical. And he's like, you hate gay people. Uh, literally. And this, the show itself is 
it incorporated like pedophilia. So I'm like, yeah, it, okay, that's what I'm saying. So it, it was more of a, I know these things happen, but it doesn't mean that I want to watch it kind of thing, yeah. you know? It's But he took it and he ran with it. I was like, okay, like don't think this is gonna go anywhere obviously it was a, i was a little too yeah too much for you so like i said i'll see myself Although musical out. nonetheless but it's that's like what it's I'm not saying. like you went out i mean from what you're saying it's not like you went out and you were like fuck that gay guy no absolutely like, not and that's what i was saying i'm like um just so you know i'm not a homophobe i, I have my cousin is a lesbian i have gay cousins like it's not a big deal for me at all i'm like yo you'll love who you want to love i just yeah. don't like the musical <laughs> that was that it was so weird so speaking speaking of gay so i just did um <laughs> no i didn't just do a guy um i just did the i was in the gay pride parade in oh, babylon fun. um and similar circumstance kind of i was at one of the bars i'm not going to mention who because i'm trying to get them to be a sponsor right now and they haven't answered me so i'm a little upset about that mm. but i was at this bar and uh this girl was setting up this vodka stand like typical like the way fireball or anything would would set it up right and um it was an lgbtq plus vodka oh, okay so, so it was yeah like, the rainbow yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but like you. it was specifically I, I guess it was like made by endorsed by like the gay community awesome. okay and we took a shot of this vodka and when i tell you it tasted like rubbing alcohol oh. i wanted to support it because it's like i believe listen if you like men women anything but basically children and dead people like by all means i i think you should go and get what you want um but i i can't support a vodka that tastes like shit i mean i'm not a drinker but like similar you're saying if the musical wasn't good it's like you shouldn't be judged based off of you thinking the musical is not good well that's all it is and that's how i meant it truly i was not coming from a, a nasty place i'm like it just wasn't for me yeah and he took it, ran with it, and formulated all these conclusions on nothing. Truly nothing. So I'm like, okay. So I can't even imagine what it would be like if you were like, listen, it's not working out. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't even go that far because I'm like, ooh, he was kind of nasty just off of that one statement that had no bad intention whatsoever. So imagine yeah. it's like, oh, by the way, this isn't going to work out. And be like, no, he's probably just going to go off on me at that point. So take the loss. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, we talked about you ghosting. Right. All right, let's flip the script. Have you ever found out why someone's ghosted you? Yes, once. Only one time. Um, this was maybe a year ago, a little less than a year ago. Kid was so nice. I was. I really thought it was going to work out, and uh, we were both in school. So I'm a little bit of an overachiever. I I work full-time, you know, I was going to school full-time, and I was maintaining very well, and this kid was not. He wasn't going to um, do anything except school, but he would sleep all day. He wasn't acclimating himself well. There was no time management, no scheduling, and I got a little up in his business. I'm like, well, what do you think? Do you think you're just not going (laughs) to succeed because of all of this? Like, you're waking up at noon, and then you don't do your homework until two hours before it's due. That's not going to work, and I kind of said it like that, and he was so annoyed that, you know, I'm sending him Pinterest things on, oh, well, here's a schedule. Here, you can make a planner. And like I said, good intentions, because I thought it was going somewhere. And uh, no, he cut me off right after that. He was like, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) And I'm like, 
all right, I guess I kind of deserve that. But, you know, not everybody handles things the way I do. I But I have to have time management. And, you know, he just did not, he didn't want to do that. So <laughs> that's not my place. And I probably overstepped a little bit. But, you know, I learned very quickly that kind of back off a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But you were going after what you wanted. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if he wasn't fitting that criteria and he wasn't willing to change, not that people should change. Right. But that tells you it's not a good fit. Right. So, I mean, regardless, even if he did ghost you... I mean... Teach so. Oh, yeah, I would say that it worked out for the best. I'm doing just fine. But okay. it was more of that awkward moment of like, oh, well, I guess my kindness did not... was not well received. Yeah. So, you learn. You live and you learn. Okay. <laughs> and what about... Let's jump around a little bit. Your most recent time you ghosted, how'd it go down? What happened? And why? I have two <laughs> recently. Okay. Um, there's one guy that I, I think he's wonderful. I think he's a good person. Um, I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. I'm big on communication. If I'm going to go, I'm the relationship type. I prefer not to do the whole friends with benefits thing unless you guys are on the same page. Um, I'm certainly not. I'm a serial dater because I'm like, oh, you're good. You're not good. You're good. You're not good. Um, because I'm like everybody else trying to meet that end goal um we're getting to that point where you know my friends are getting married and family and all that crap babies and i'm like mm, i should probably meet somebody like soon <laughs> um so this individual is lovely but he's not a strong communicator it it had gotten to a point where he we were talking every day and then we weren't talking for weeks and i'm like wait <laughs> where yeah. did this go because I felt like I was being ghosted but then he texted me out of nowhere it's like hey how are you doing how's everything going I'm like where did you go like do you think that this is just gonna pick up where we left off or oh hey Alyssa I've been busy but this is why I want to come see you still it okay. didn't go anywhere so I'm like okay I'm gonna just cut this off because you're not a strong communicator and that's important to me Okay. And there was another another guy who, um, he he started talking to me, kidding not, probably six months ago. And out of nowhere, he texted me two weeks ago and was like, hey, Alyssa, how's it going? I'm like, I'm sorry, where have you also been? Like, <laughs> you can't just text people out start of nowhere. Making, making like a form for when people come back. Like, where have you been? What have you been up to? Should I be worried? <laughs> I'm sorry, did you drop off the face of the planet? Because I haven't heard from you in six months. Are we friends now or what? But I also don't want to be inconsiderate. People got lives, I get it. But all you have to do is say, been busy, sorry, done. Okay. That's simple. <laughs> so I'm trying to put the pieces together. You said that you're a serial dater. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming you don't really do, like, the, the casual type of dating where it's, like, you meet up with someone, you have a good time, maybe a few weeks go by, meet up, do it again, and kind of just see where things go. I feel like you're more structured where it's, like, what are we? Are we dating? Yeah? Okay, let's do this. Or, no, we're not dating? I don't want to date? Okay, not going to happen. I would say it's solid mix. Solid mix, yeah. Okay. Because I think that's important to put into this, because I feel like dating, like, in this era, like, our generation, it's very, like, with technology, it's very, like, anything could happen. Right. So it's kind of just like, well, I'm talking to Alyssa, and she's great and really sweet and all, but I'm going to Florida next week, and <laughs> Stephanie got that ass. <laughs> but then, like, you come back, and it's like, all right, now I'm back in the real world, what right. are we doing, stuff like that. So it's it's kind of interesting how the different 
um, perspectives like play into this because like right. you're very like I said structured like seem like a homebody kind of speaking of which do you know do you ever take the Myers-Briggs oh yeah yep can I guess what you are absolutely um, when was the last time you took it recently recently yes ESTJ no no fuck I'm not as good <laughs> as I thought <laughs> that's okay how far off am I pretty far off really yes okay what are you <laughs> INFJ we're the rarest in the world. Wow. Yeah. I, I think we're like 2% what? of, or no, less than 1%. I am in the same realm as Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa. I was like, yeah. Nelson Mandela. I'm like, oh, all right, okay. I'll take Change this. Change the world mentality. That's interesting. Really? The advocates, yeah. I... And that's my job, too, so. Parallel. <laughs> I can't believe I was that far off. I could you know have what? sworn you were going to be an S. Uh, I'm pretty close on S, actually. I usually am shocking people when they I tell them in an, the introvert, believe it or not. That Yeah, that's the other thing. I was much more shy when I was younger. Like, once I got out of high school and I went away to college, oh, man, party Alyssa came right out. She was all in her element. She was fine. But, you know, once you get out of that phase, I don't know about you, but once I graduated from high school, I was just running out of that place. I'm like, oh, my God, I hate school. I hate the people here. Not because they're bad people. We're just, like, nothing alike. So I was Zooming, and then I came into my own after the fact. Okay. Does that does that sound right? Does that happen? Or is that just me? <laughs> can you wait, can you reiterate that in different words? So I was more of a wallflower when I was in high school because I was just trying to get out. But once yeah. I got to college I felt like I was more of myself, like maybe because I was independent and I went away and I wasn't reliant on anyone. But now I mean I traveled the country for a year and, you know, I was working with FEMA and doing all this stuff, so once I came home for good, I was totally confident in who I was. Do you think that had something to do with, like, being able to step out of, like, the community you were raised in and be able to kind of be more like yourself without having to worry about people? Definitely, yeah. No, with who I was, who I was in high school, I felt like I was just so nervous of how I was being perceived by others. Whereas now I'm like, I don't really care. Like, yeah. you take me, leave me, I don't really care. That's your... Your problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so you just kind of roll with it, I've learned at least. Okay. So, did a little research. Um, I know we were just talking about this. I just did a little research before I came here on ghosting from, like, a psychology standpoint. Um, so one of the questions on this website said, uh, why is it so painful? Um and the answer that they wrote was, it's the ultimate use of the silent treatment. Not only do you have to remain silent when you're ghosted, because you've mo most likely been blocked on the phone, social media, text, uh, but you have no opportunity to ask questions and gain clarity. So right. I think that goes into, like, the psychological pain of it, because it's mm -hmm. like, you really don't have control when you're being ghosted. Like, right. any control over that specific circumstance. Sure. Um, Question for you. Do you think ghosting happens more now than it has in the past? I think technology has really served as a detriment when it comes to dating in real life. Um, because you have the ability... I mean, I think about when my parents were dating. It's everybody met at the bar. Or you meet at school or whatever you're doing you went out in public because you would have to use a landline with the cute little curly cue cords um yeah. where they actually had to stay and sit in their room and 
sit on the phone. Now you take it anywhere. You can decide if you want to answer. Do I have to answer? Yeah. And you can pick up somebody's phone number and literally never hear from them again. So I think, and don't even get me started on the apps because they have the mute feature now, which <laughs> part of me is very happy. Part of me is very happy about the mute feature. There's some people social media that I like as people, but yeah. I don't want to consume their content. Right, no, and that's the whole thing. I like, I laugh about um, specifically the dating apps, the swipe, 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 and you literally have no intention of ever speaking to this person. It just, like, feels good, <laughs> you know, okay. like the ego boost. <laughs> that is one of the things that I hated the most when I was very involved in Tinder for, like, my own, like, personal um, life. That was, ugh, I couldn't stand girls like you. <laughs> Because I was on Tinder, I'm like, I just want to meet people. Like, whatever happens, happens. Listen, we have a good time, we have a good time. We don't have a good time, we leave in five minutes, right. call it a day. But, like, when I met girls like you who were just like, Hi, let me tell you about my brother. Oh, he's great. What are you doing? Oh, cool. You want to hang out? Uh, not really. Um, I'm kind of just here for the attention. Oh, no, I hate it. I definitely hate it. I always find it really weird. Because if I'm going to swipe on you, swipe right on you, not left on you, I want to have a conversation with you, but I'm also not initiating it. So I'm like, well, if you're interested, I feel like you'll try. Well, you know that's, what I mean? that's really where, I mean, hopefully I don't get canceled for saying this, but I feel like that's really where gender roles come into play. Like the, the traditional masculine energy of men, like yeah. we're the ones that are supposed to go out and approach you, which don't get me wrong. Guys hate that too. Cause like <laughs> if I went to a bar and a girl just started talking to me, I'd be like, yo, that's fucking lit. Like fuck masculinity, <laughs> feminism all the fucking way. But that's not the society we live in. Right. Like you said, like you're waiting for the guy to message you. Guys are messaging you. Like, right. Yeah. I've done it a couple of times. Um, some of them I've actually stayed friends with too. Like one of my friends, I, I texted him first. And I'm like, Hey, I hope you had a great day today. I don't know where this is going to go, but like, let me know if you're interested. And we ended up becoming friends out of it. So I'm like, oh, okay. I got, I like those kind of cool moments. Yeah. But usually nothing. I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I just try and leave it alone at that point. <laughs> okay. Now question, cause you said that you had dates that turned into friends. Yes. Have you ever had a relationship revert back to friendship? Yes. And it's worked out? Yes. Okay. I'm curious about this part for the episode, partially for myself as well. Yeah, I, I think just because of the kind of individual I am, some people are like, exes are exes. I truly believe that. There are reasons that you have ex-boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever, ex-partners in general. But for me, just because we didn't work romantically doesn't mean we're not meant to be friends. Yeah. So one of my ex-boyfriends from high school, early college, is one of my best friends in real life. That's awesome. So that's real. I feel like that's really interesting because they get to see it. They saw a different side of you than most people do. And <laughs> yeah. like they're able to give like good feedback based on that and like really connect with you, I guess. Right. It's just you got to kind of navigate through all of that nonsense. So like my other friend who I've just kind of gotten back into the friendship, we're in like this awkward loop de loop right now. Um, I call it limbo. That's, okay. It's my limbo land. And he, we are friends one day, and then we're not friends the other days. And it's like, oh, well, we're romantic, but we're not romantic. So it's like mm. you kind of have to gauge what kind of individual they are. Because yeah. my other friend, it's like, I'll talk to him about sex all the time. I'll be like, was she a good lay? And be she like, lay. No, so that's <laughs> such an old person's way to say it. Who are you talking about sex to? Um, old people, lay? I guess. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> 
try and keep it light, you know? It's like, I'm I'm the bro of my, my girlfriend group, so yeah. all the boyfriends come around to actually one of my girlfriends. I'm like, oh, so did she suck your dick in the bathroom kind of thing? And then he gets all red, and I'm like, yo, bro, that's yeah. awesome, you go! Yeah. And then, of course, my girlfriend is actually bl- blushing because she's my best yeah. friend, and I'm like, oh, sorry, did I just put you on blast right there? Oh, my bad. You're a little skank, but it's fine. I now, can't I'm imagine guessing. doing that to my homies. <laughs> Like, looking at his girlfriend and be like, you just got piped in there? <laughs> Gave it that dick? Yeah, I've, I've done it. I do it I a lot. I can't. I'm, like, sweating just <laughs> the thought. I'm thinking of my boy Vinny right now. I can't imagine. His girl's mad sweet. I can't do that to him. That's the best of us. <laughs> hey, what? It's closed doors. Things yeah. are going on. Don't you worry. <laughs> Hopefully you don't hear about it, but, you know, sometimes they'll be wide open with you. Okay. So, <laughs> when, um... When you're looking out for ghosting, okay, are do you have some red flags that you that pop up in your head that you're like, mm, maybe he's gonna be ghost? I think it really goes back to the communication standpoint. So if you're not, you went from literally talking every second of every day, which is annoying. I hate clingy people, but if sorry, that was not nice, but it's true. I'm with um, you. <laughs> If you went from every second of every day texting and then all of a sudden with no indication you are not talking as much, I feel like that's a clear red flag that they're either losing interest or they met somebody else. That's kind of like the first sign that I look at. Or if you have different points of view on things, like your morals are different, your interests are different, your ethics are different, you're probably not going to work out. See, I find that interesting because... I'm very much a big believer on getting different perspectives on things. Mm-hmm. Like, I disagree with a lot of people about a lot of things, but I like talking about it because it's like, you might say something that I've never thought of before about a particular topic, like ghosting, for instance. I mean, I'm, we talked about a lot, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but I'm sure there's there's a few things when I go back to like look at the footage and everything, there's going to be a few things where I'm like, I disagreed with that but i like the way she put that like and okay i get a little little nugget of knowledge from it but i guess what you're saying like for a romantic partner where you're spending a lot of time you do want to have similar morals and be able to connect with each other um i think it's dependent on the relationship i know that there have been people that i know that have totally turned somebody off and literally have ghosted them because they just didn't feel like they were gonna mesh I kind of like having people different than me because I'm, I feel like it's opening my horizons a little bit. Like I'm the same as you in that aspect, but not a lot of people think that way. They think similar is better because then you avoid controversy. The only person that I don't want to talk to when it comes to like different, like morals, different opinions is someone that's just, um, ignorant. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Where they're just like, I am right. Love it's those like, well, people. that was a great conversation. I'm happy you learned something. You're right. That's <laughs> the closed-minded. Yeah, yeah. No, there's nothing worse than talking to a closed-minded person because you don't feel you feel like you're talking for yourself rather than actually getting through to them. Yeah. So it's like, oh no, I'm listening to the sound of my own voice because I want to, not because I'm trying to get through to you. So no, I totally get that. The ignorance is bliss nonsense. So. I did some research for the show. I mean, I mentioned it like six times, um, but I wanted to make sure we get some factual things into these episodes. Um, so I looked up what are the signs uh, that someone might be ghosting you, and they came up with four things. 
One of the things you actually said before, um, if they haven't been as responsive to you as they used to be, and if uh, communication is slower slash less frequent than it was. Um, Another one, if their behavior with you is flaky and inconsistent, that kind of ties into like the whole communication aspect. Um, If they have a track record of ending relationships badly, and I think that's interesting because like, I don't know about you, I've never asked a ex-partner or potential partner like how their last relationship ended. I kind of hear like, oh, it wasn't a good one, like we ended for this and this, but you never even find out how it ended. Um, I've, I've definitely dodged some red flags on accident because uh, my last boyfriend, which is over a year ago, he kind of told me some stuff that I probably should have been warned about. Like, I think he had said that his ex-girlfriend busted his <laughs> bottle over his head, and I was like, oh, she's batshit. Rather than saying, but what what did he do to deserve that? And I was like, oh, she sucks. I was so gung-ho that it was all her fault. And I'm like, no, no, he definitely sucks. Because, I mean, I don't like him. I kind of hate him. But, you know, it's like, (laughs) damn, I could have saved myself a lot of nonsense. Yeah, no. I feel like if you hear about, like, an ex smashing tires or something, it's like, what the fuck did they, what did they actually do to deserve that? No, I know. Not to say that... The other party might not also be crazy, but something triggered that. Oh, no, definitely. I, I literally was, like, so ignorant to it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so terrible. Rather than saying, oh, God, no, she definitely <laughs> had some justification to chase you around the house and beat you with a bottle. Like, oh, God, yeah, that was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> and the the fourth thing that this website said is... uh. If the person has told you that they've ghosted before. I don't like this one, though, because I feel like everyone's ghosted. I mean, unless they're like, I ghost everyone. But even so, are they going to say that? Is anyone going to say that? But that's more or less what I'm thinking. I'm like, who goes out of their way to tell people, oh, I've ghosted before? It's like, no, you're just a dick, actually. (laughs) Why would you tell somebody that that you're interested in? Be like, oh, this is probably not going to go anywhere because I ghost everyone. I ghost everyone and I'm unemployed. (laughs) You want this? (laughs) I don't know if you're still interested, but I think you've got a great personality. No, you can't make this stuff up. (laughs) Okay. Is it ever okay to ghost someone? And if so, under what circumstances? Oh, definitely. (laughs) Red flags, those individuals who are batshit crazy, if you see it and they're like... My personal favorite was somebody I had literally gone on one date with. He was so handsy with me. He's like, he thought I was his. And he was like, talking to my friends. Oh, so what's up with that girl? Didn't even remember my name. And I'm like, so you meet my friends, but you don't know my name? (laughs) But you also don't want to stop touching me and being super affectionate with me? Like, no, you're definitely weird. And you're showing a lot of red flags. And all my friends validated that for me and I'm like oh good okay I think that's a clear signal that we probably shouldn't talk and I definitely ghosted him afterwards yeah that sounds like the kind (laughs) of like crazy shit where he might blow off being like what do you mean you don't want to talk to me what do you mean I'm not the best thing you've ever seen what do you mean you don't want to date uh yeah he was definitely that guy he shortly told us afterwards that he was in One Tree Hill and I was like oh my god that's really gonna change the game here what's One Tree Hill you don't know the show One Tree Hill Really? The CW? No, it's like, I don't want to be anything. No? Wait, really? I think I heard it's that like song It's like Chad Michael Murray, media. and 
Uh, Sophia, no, you're not. You're really not getting it. Oh, no. God, that was the old show. It's like the Baltimore Ravens, or not the Baltimore Ravens, the Ravens, like the basketball team. Wow, you really don't know. I'm really Ask uncultured. any chick about uh, it. Any chick will n- tell you all about Hill? it. Hill? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right, fair. Wow, oh my gosh, I'm really <laughs> mind blown about it. See, this is the new stuff I get to learn from different perspectives. I would have never watched it. It was older. I mean, it was like 2003, but it went until like 2012. So I'm kind of shocked you've never heard of it. Nope. You've never heard a girl bring it up before. I've definitely heard that theme song or whatever you were singing. Gavin DeGraw was don't... in it like so many times. They had a lot of music. No idea. Who, no, I have no okay. idea who that hey, is. Hey, I get you. No problem. <laughs> Forget it. It's like the same time as Gossip Girl was going on. You know Gossip Girl, please. Yes, I've oh, heard of that. God, okay. Is that the one? No. That's not the one where, with Regina George, you can't sit with us. That's definitely Mean Girls, but... Mean Girls. Oh. My God. <laughs> it's fine. I just opened up oh, to yeah. your whole Sex and the world. City is... Just, they're all the same oh movie. Gosh, I don't you know. are putting them in the same category. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I don't know. The only one I've seen is Mean Girls, and that's only because I hung you out with a lot of girls know. in high school. Like, I don't... Ooh. Okay, back to the show. Sex podcast. Question is, is it ever okay to date? Uh, No, is it ever okay to ghost? Um, And you said yes if there are red flags. Okay, this website that I am using. I want to say it's psychology today, but I don't want to misquote it. So if you go on Google and type in fun facts about ghosting, this should be like the first or second website. Um, So they said under is it ever okay to ghost, they said if they've been abusive or violent or and you need to uh, cut off contact. Um, I feel like that goes into the red flags, because I feel like red flags are the first thing you see before the abuse and the violence. Yeah. Um, Okay, that's number one. Uh, Second thing is if you're afraid of the person's reaction, which I think if they're showing red flags, like their reaction could just be be more than just some words. Right. I mean, could just be more than just a text. Right. Um, And the third one, I like this one a lot, uh, if they cannot respect the boundaries you've drawn. Um, so, like, if you tell them, like, I need space or this is how I operate and how I need to be talked to and they can't listen to that, then they've already right. told you they're not interested or they're not committed at the level that you want them to be committed. Right. Um, so, yeah, so we actually have a question from one of our followers on social media uh, for this episode. Uh, and that was how many times have you ghosted? A lot. A lot. <laughs> I can't even put it to a numerical value at this point, unfortunately, and that sounds really bad. Um, it's I can't even justify it at this point. It's people that I've just most likely have not been interested in, or you know, I've seen red flags, and I. I try and be nice. You know, if I'm not interested, I try and make it pretty clear. But if they're not picking up what I'm putting down, I'm just going to stop talking to you. Yeah. And it happens more than I'd like to admit. Okay. Um, and from my perspective, I want to say a lot. I want to say a lot. I cut things off early. Like, if I see things and I'm like... Like, my red flags are, like, when girls take a lot of Snapchat selfie pictures. Like, when you go on their Instagram and it's got the Snapchat, I'm like, nope, nope. There's some deep emotional trauma there. Oh, really? I was going to say, that's probably not her face. I mean, that too, but (laughs) I I feel like the emotional trauma leads her to believe that those are the better pictures. Oh, I'm like, "Eh, no, no. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, if I'm talking to a girl from Tinder and, like, she's like, yeah, follow me on Instagram. And I follow her on Instagram and I see that, I'm like... 
Yeah, nope. he learned quickly. Um, yeah, I want to say a lot. I try not to, especially if there's there's been time involved. Like I've if I've spent a lot of time with them, or like if we've been on a few dates, I try to be like, listen, like, right, you just don't not see going it. nowhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like just our generation, it's so easy to go someone, especially if you've never met them, and like it's just like an internet thing at that point. It's right. like, well, unfollow. Well, all you have to do is you block their number and you literally never know if they're getting your text messages or they're just, oh, you've been blocked already. Sorry. This text message hasn't been going through for probably two weeks now. <laughs> and it's so, but that's what you think. And you're totally right in saying you truly don't have any control over what's going on. You kind of just have to kind of accept it. Yeah. And learn from it. Yeah. If you're smart. If you're, if you're smart, <laughs> hopefully pick up what you're putting down. <laughs> okay. Before we end the episode, um, I'd like to give this opportunity to anyone that comes on the show. Do you have any questions that you would like to ask me? So. Oh, you're ready. Uh, Shit. Well, I, I always try and come in at, with at least one question. What would you say is your craziest ghosting story? Craziest ghosting story? Uh, wow, it doesn't even look like you have one. Unless it's really deep in your brain. No, like, there's a few. Um, <laughs> what exactly are you looking for? Maybe it'll help me decide. Something which juicy. One. I'm looking for the the good stuff. Juicy. Okay. All right. So the stripper. <laughs> the stripper. Ooh. Oh, come so, on. So <clears throat> back uh back four years ago, maybe five years ago, I was a stripper. Okay. Was so fun. And uh, shortly after that, I this girl adds me on Snapchat. Um, start talking. I assume that like we were talking on Tinder and like just came to my. So that's really how that's how I online date. I don't commit to anyone until right. the very, very, very end. I'm very much so like, you're cute. You seem like you got a personality. I like the way that you're presenting yourself in your pictures. Like not just the right. aesthetics, but like how how you carry yourself sure. and like things like that. Um, like the confidence that you show through pictures. So I'll just be like, yeah, in my Snapchat, and then we'll, like, talk casually, whatever. So anyway, that's what I thought this was. I thought this girl was from Tinder, and we were just having casual conversation. Um, and within the first, like, ten minutes, I come to find out she stumbled across my Snapchat. Okay? Stumbled across it. I'm like, all right, whatever, weird. All right, she also tells me that she's a stripper on Long Island. And at the time, I'm like, strippers, fuck yeah, cool, this sounds fun. <laughs> so, um... Long story short, we end up messing around a little bit. I visited her at work. We were fucking around. Um, and I think at one point she's like, said she wanted to be like committed. And I'm like, no. Like, I don't know what about what I've said makes you think that's what I'm looking for. But I don't want to date anyone. Like, I don't want a girlfriend. I don't. Oh. I like to casually date. I thought she was going for like, oh, well, you and I can just see each other to like get to know each other better. Like full on girlfriend. No, no, no. Well, we've already hung out at this point. Like, we've okay. already hung around, hung out. We've had sex a few times. Like, we were... Right. Whatever. And she's like, I want to date. And I'm like, no. Not because of you. <laughs> Nothing not against you. Right. Just don't want to date in general right now. Sure. Um, so I told her that. And she was like, okay. Like, I still want to hook up. And stupid me was like, yeah, sure. Like, let's do it. Whatever. Oh, and... Um, that was your red flag, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we ended up 
hooking up at my cousin's house. He had an apartment at the time, um, and we just go. We used to just go there and like smoke, uh, smoke some weed. So we go to my cousin's house, and I, it was so traumatic. I can't remember like details. Details. Oh my god! All I remember was we had sex. She was crying afterwards. Oh, she told you she loved you or something weird. Something like that. Oh god! And then. <laughs> Like, the, I don't remember. And then I think the next day she, like, cut her wrist. Oh, my God. Like, a bunch. And I'm like, yo, like, what? Like, I started freaking out. I'm like, no. Like, I, like, I hope she gets help. Like, oh my I, God. but absolutely fucking not. Like, if she's doing no. that because someone that hasn't shown a romantic interest in her told her that he doesn't want to date, I can't imagine what, like, when like real shit goes down, what would happen? Like, so in that circumstance, <laughs> I, with full confidence, was like, I do not want to talk to her again, and blocked her. And I think she blocked me. And I think we briefly talked after that. What? Oh my Tinder. god! Tinder. Oh my god! She ended up marrying. Oh. Some. Oh gosh. I don't know. She, I don't know what the details are, but she ended up getting married. Has like six BMWs right now and like a huge mansion. So like oh, she hit stripper okay. lottery. Yeah, oh, she did okay. She's doing good. Doing good. Do you feel but... like you missed out now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like this could have been something real good? I feel like we need to get that man a therapist. <laughs> only imagine is, what is happening to that. Only poor imagine guy. what that guy is letting oh happen God. right now. Oh my gosh. She thought she was going to change you. This is what happens. Girls get all confident yeah. in themselves and they're like, oh, I have magic pussy. I'm going to do something really fantastic Yo! right now. And he's going to fall in love with me. I know it's a terrible thing to say out loud, but it's true. Girls are really confident in their magical abilities that they don't have. So much so that I feel like a lot of the times they don't pay attention to what's right in front of them or even what's being told. Like, yeah. I... 99% of the time, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm just looking for, like, casual fun, hooking up. Like, maybe right. we go on a trip. Like, maybe at first I'm meeting you, I'm like, let's wow, go to Miami. Go. I'm very open. I'm very, yeah, like, you know what? Worst case scenario, if we don't enjoy each other, then we sleep in the same fucking hotel or whatever, and we just go out during the day and do whatever we want. Wow, that's um, trusting. Holy cow. You could end up with another stripper like the one you did. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, don't get me wrong. That wasn't, a, that wasn't a good time for me. <laughs> But like to ruin a vacation, though, that's really when I'm like, oh, God, I really hope you have a great vacation. Thank you. I, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm the type where I try to enjoy anything that happens. So like, yeah. even if that were to happen, I would like enjoy whatever I could of the trip and then come back and be like, all right, what can I learn from this fuck all like right. fuckery of <laughs> events? Yeah. But yeah, like I've told girls before, like. I am not looking for a relationship. I am sleeping with other women. Like, bluntly. Right. Like, straight up bluntly. Like, I'll ask them on the first thing, like, so what are you looking for? They're like, oh, I don't really know. Like, maybe something casual. Like, if it happens to be something, what about you? And I'm like, I don't believe in monogamy. And they're like, oh, okay. And then, like, months later, they're like, he won't date me. Like, they aren't telling me that. But I they'll tell your you. friends, and their friends are yelling at me, calling me an asshole, because I don't want to date her. And I'm like, 
but I told her from I, point blank that wrote it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sign the contract. You Sign literally should just carry a piece of paper around and be like, "Oh, by the way, this is not going to be this, monogamous. <laughs> I will not commit to you. Don't think you're getting an engagement ring at the end of this. Please sign line." Exactly. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Okay. Well, we're about to wrap up, and I want to take a second to thank you guys for listening. We're a super small podcast right now, um, even though we are getting featured on, I think, ABC7. Oh, very um, exciting. Yeah, for the Gay Pride Pro, uh, Love it. event. It, it's actually airing tonight or tomorrow. I still got to find out. <laughs> anyway, we're a super small podcast right now, guys, so every single time that you play an episode, every subscriber that we get, every review you write is absolutely huge. Guys, we drop a new episode every Thursday. Um... So if you like this one and you want to hear more, make sure you guys go over there and subscribe. Uh, I'm your host, Tony Palmer. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, my handle is at I Ain't Your Boy. That's spelled I-A-I-N-T-Y-A-B-O-Y. And if you'd like to follow Alyssa on social media, if you want to give away your social media. Oh, no, media, I don't care. It's at A-L-Y underscore L-Y-S-S underscore A. So at Allie Lissa. <laughs> okay, guys, that's it for this episode of Nice Guys Finish Last. We'll see you next Thursday. Woo! Nice. Strong high five. Thank you. Thank you.